Hello and welcome back to Series 5, Episode 5, Hole in the Sky. This week I'm joined by the return of Sheffield's finest, it's Simon. How are you, I Simon? I don't believe it. You invited me back. Thank I'm you, mate. Appreciate it. You were last on for, I think, Series 3, Episode 6, Worst Horrible. I was, yes, yes, yes. It's been a, a long, it feels like a long old time ago. I must have been in the, the middle of the height of the summer, maybe even before the summer. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just finished the 2019-20 season, like, you know, three months late. And uh, yeah, yeah. Sort of, what a know, contrast. The next season. Oh, your, mate, yeah. Absolutely. Your beloved absolutely. Sheffield United finished almost top four of the Premiership. And then at the moment... Now we've set the record for the worst start ever of a Premier League team. So, yeah, there we go. Is that even worse than Derby County from 2009? Well, at the minute, yes. Yes, right. one point from 11. That's uh, that's the poorest ever. So, yeah. yeah. Can, I, can only get better. Can only get you better. can definitely get better. I mean, write 2020, write that off as a year anyway, but oh, yeah. you did finish that's it. it. That's it. Earlier yeah. this year, you did well. Your Sheffield Steel, as I like to refer to you. Did you get that reference? Yes, yeah, I Sheffield get it. Sheffield Steel, right? What yeah, was that from? Oh, oh, that's from Fools and Horses. Yeah. I was trying to remember the episode. Dates where Boise, uh, yeah. Dell's trying to find, get his way into the uh, Masons. Bang on. And, uh, he's trying to sort of tell Marlene that, uh, or pretend to tell Marlene that, that Boise's got a bird in Sheffield. Yes. Yeah. Give yeah, sorry, it took me a second to get there, but I got there. <laughs> I, got there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really refer to Sheffield still usually. I just thought of it. Oh, no, that, that no, makes no, sense. No, I was Fools and Horses fan. I'll, yeah. I'll whack in a reference there. It's um, funny. Whenever Sheffield comes up in something, yeah, my ears do prick up because you go, yeah. oh, you know, it's your, it's your hometown and stuff. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which well, is sort of known for Meadow all these days. That's about it, really. <laughs> you know, <if> uh... <laughs> Welcome back, anyway. And yeah, you've um, reviewed this episode in advance, Hole in the Sky. Uh, you, what are your initial thoughts on this episode compared to, you know, the series as a whole or just as series honest, five? Series, series five, I think, is some of the strongest episodes as a whole. Agree. Like, there's other really good episodes in each series, I said before, when I was on before. But but this one, there's just it's just a joy. Every episode is just a joy. And this one particularly, I'm glad you asked me to do it because... Again, growing up, I think when I was trying to catch these on UK Gold, this was always one that I, you know, when I recorded, I just would watch back again several times because it yes. was just just so funny. You know, some really, really good bits in it. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Vic, Victor getting up to all sorts of... Uh, he's enjoying himself in this episode, I think. He really is enjoying himself. But we'll, come, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, yeah, we will, yeah. So. And uh, it gives me a chance to say um, Mike Fenton-Stevens appears in this episode very briefly and uh, if you haven't listened to the episode yet please go back to the catalogue and take a listen if you will or whenever you like really it was nice to have him on and uh now i get to i did actually review this episode when i had him on because i was anticipating having to talk through scene by scene i actually no i wasn't anticipating i thought just in case he tests me i want to yeah. be prepared but we didn't really <laughs> if you listen to it, we didn't really talk that heavily about the episode i, I did eventually thought actually we probably won't be talking about in the same way, in the same vein as I do with guests. I suppose with an actor, he's done that many parts. You might remember his scenes, but he might not remember the, the whole episode. Or it's just a job, it's, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's yeah. as fond memories as he'll have working with Richard Wilson and David Renwick and co. It's still, yeah. you know, quite a long time ago, isn't it? So very yeah. yeah 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 i mean what 20 25 years yeah oh, so, yeah but a series yeah, five is uh, is such a strong series and yet i read that it got 
some of the ratings went as high as Series 4. I know Series 4 was also amazing, but Series 5 has some real, definitely strong oh, plot points. Some, and some, some really strong plot points, yeah. Especially yeah. those those specials that precede it, you know, Endgame, Star well, well, Exactly, it's kind of bookend by, by two great ones, isn't it? Oh. You know, um, The Man Who Blew Away and then um, The Wisdom of the Witch. Yeah, yeah. so it's got some, it's, it's a really strong vintage year, I think, 95 for, for Mel Drew. Vintage is a good way through its run, isn't it? So you'd expect it to be at its peak, you know. Yes, yes. When Fools and Horses kind of reach, you know, the late 80s, that was mm. its peak, arguably, wasn't yeah. it? Series six, you know? Series 6, Fools and Horses, my yeah. personal favourite. Yeah, series 5, yeah. One from the Grave, probably my favourite. And I'm, I'm going to include the specials that follow like yeah. Endgame, Starbound. Just going to let the dog out. He needs to go. <laughs> this always no happens. Sorry. No worries, mate. It's fine. I'll leave that open. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to obviously come back in I've left the door open because it's uh, just easier but when he comes back in I will have to once again leave and close it sorry, okay if I read a, a very brief synopsis that we can get down to it I suppose it's been a, it's been a while since I've watched this episode because usually when I record there is I probably would have watched the episode a day or two in advance and I watched this about three or four weeks ago and I've got all my notes. I reckon I'm going to be a bit rusty, but I know that you've watched it recently. Yeah, I watched it last night, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Well, I watched it, I think, in, in August, just anyway, but I did watch it again last night because it's a... Yeah. yeah one of the refresh, refresh. Like you said, Mark Fenton Stevens, I'll be honest, I, I forgot that his scenes were in this one. Yeah. It's very, br- it's very brief. It's very brief, yeah. Yeah. But it was so good to have someone associated with the show in some, some regard. We'll crack on, and here's a synopsis. So the Meldries have... Playful twins, the McKendricks, over to work on a loft conversion. Victor gets his teeth into an old hobby pastime, during which he lands himself in further trouble with the trenches, and Margaret's mood becomes further sour when she falls on hard times. Episode opens up with Victor coming back from outside into the kitchen, as ever. That's the only way they seem to enter their household these uh, these days. A very smoky outdoors, which... Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting start, isn't it? Victor's on it. He's he's on a mission, isn't he? He's he's straight away up to something. Yes. Uh, In fact, he doesn't speak, does he? It's 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 sort of silent, not silence, but there's you know there's just action for the first sort of sort of ten twenty seconds. Yeah. Um. So sort of you see Victor up to up to well yeah what 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 he's getting up to yeah it's it's a it's some sort of bonfire but he walks into the living room we see what is is that salmon. It looked like salmon, yeah, because he's on about doing poached salmon later, isn't he? But it's drying on a radiator now. I've never known anyone dry things on radiators. It's absolutely yeah. rank, but I don't know if he brought that in. I don't know if you can buy fish frozen in, in that, because it's just Possibly. salmon. It's not like it's a frozen meal salmon. No. It's But he's thawing it on the radiator. He's thawing it out, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's trying to sort of cheat. I suppose you can't bang it in the microwave, can you, easily? It's uh, you know, yeah. too big. Yeah, so I don't know what what we're thinking at this at this point of the episode. Very very early doors. Why there's yeah. a bonfire um, in their garden, and why then Margaret comes in face covered, which we yeah. all, we know all too well with face coverings. Oh, we do, we do, uh, don't we? yeah, at the minute, sadly. Yeah, yeah. On the telephone to Jean, I think we learn that Margaret gives us the viewer a sort of a rundown or the lowdown of what he's been cooking because he's been so yeah. Vic, Victor occasionally gets into these these phases of, of hobby and then oh yeah seems it's almost like a, an obsession isn't it he sort of gets really like you say really deep into it and um yeah much to Margaret's uh, annoyance yeah <laughs> yeah what's what's so he, she says to, to Jean on the phone he's been cooking spaghetti 
Is it Von Gurley? Von, Von Gurley. I had to write that down and look it up, which is clams, apparently. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, spaghetti with so. clams. And yeah. he's been put it in the, they've had to put it in the incinerator, which does explain so the smoke. That, that, that accounts for that, doesn't it? Yeah. And I love I, how I, she said... I did, I did think about the, the tortoise in the, in the oh, yeah. uh, earlier episodes. You know, that was kind of like in the compost heap, wasn't it? So I wonder if it was a similar sort of thing. Yes. Honest, I don't know, I'm not sure what an incinerator would be, what it would look like, whether it was like some sort of... Um, outdoor kind of fire or something. I'm not sure. Just a big me- metal bin they had. Like I, I, go- yeah. I googled image uh, incinerator because I always yeah. hear about incinerators, but I don't, I've, I've never owned an incinerator. It's just a no, no, same here. That's it. Bin, isn't it? Well, hang on, it's, it's it's not the one where you have like a, a bin and then it's got like a, a funnel coming out the top mm. of it. It's just like a bin. Lid. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I've seen them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But I yeah. did chuckle that she said the dustman won't touch the leftovers <laughs> as it's clogged their crusher. <laughs> Since the uh, lobster yeah, curry this... incident, there's a lobster curry's cooked recently. So yeah, that's you... it. You get this great image of of obviously an argument that's happened between the, the, the bin men and Victor, and you can imagine yeah. them shouting at each other. Yeah, know, and then just saying, "No, mate, we're not taking it." And you know, um, yeah, I know our bin men around here are a bit like that. You know, if you, people put the wrong thing in, that's it; they won't take it. You get a sticker, and that's what happened to us, fortunately. But yeah, they they sort of know know their rights, and uh, that's it. We're not having it. So that's oh, fast. So frustrating. I mean. I had, it's, it's only happened a couple of times to me when the beer men haven't just touched off because we haven't followed the right protocol yeah, or whatever. It, but they it. seem they seem to be quite generous these days because I could overflow it and put stuff next to it and they'll still take it. So oh, that's good. Yeah, God yeah, bless yeah. Wiltshire yeah. Council. Um, yeah. I'll say. So yeah. Anyway, so Margaret is a little bit irate about his new hobby, and the thing is, like she, I've I've, always, I've said this before, she should really be a bit grateful that he has got a hobby because he is at his best when he's busy rather than bored and fed up. Absolutely. I mean, you go back to series one, she's encouraging him to do something, isn't she? She encourages yeah. him to get into the uh, magic act again and whatnot, yeah. you know, and, and I think it's careful what you wish for, isn't it, really, sometimes with it. But yeah, I, th- I, d- I detect almost, and it becomes clearer late in this episode, a, hit, a, a sort of, you see why, if I'm not going to say too much now, you do see, I think, later why she's worried about this one or, or why it's bothering yeah. her a bit more this time because of what happens later in this episode but I do think there's a bit of almost jealousy a bit there as well sometimes not Possibly. in an kind of unpleasant way but just you know Victor does enjoy himself and throws himself into it mm. whereas yeah. she doesn't yeah. have that you know I think she has work and, and you know Jean and, and whatnot but uh, yeah it's uh, you're right she, she should just be grateful he's out of her hair in a way but I suppose it's when it affects her isn't it you know like well, sort of sticking the house out and it does affect her because she said it's been causing her some headaches or he's brought this seafood book. So this is where his obsessions come yeah. from or yeah, she wants him to put a stop to it. And on the phone, it sounds like Jean has received something that Margaret sent, but we don't actually know what I think we'll find out no. later. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to close the door cause it's freezing. He's back. Sorry, but <laughs> it's all right. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> I do think by this point as well, Jean sort of taking the role of Margaret's mum as being someone that she explains things to because before it used to be the Margaret's mum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, she would tell, you know, this is what's happening. Uh, but now it's obviously just convenient because before we'd see Jean, wouldn't we? And that was mm. it, we, you know. But now it's just easier to say, well, she's just talking to Jean on the phone or whatever. So you yeah. don't even need to hear her. You know, they can just save a bit of money, not have to pay Dory Mantle to be in this episode, just sort of have her, have her on the phone. Um, yes, yeah. I, I mean, going back, because Victor is um, gutting this fish, this yeah. salmon. It looks like he's fished out, pardon, no pun intended, This, but the, the seafood book's been burnt, hasn't it? So he's. I he's wonder whether Margaret's it. loved She's loved it in there he's and he's got it. got it out. It's a bit, a <laughs> yeah. bit extreme, but there you go. It's, he's just assuring her there's just a bit of poached salmon. It won't yeah. sell. 
And yeah. that line she comes back with, you know, it's what you said about the squid and stilton sauce. Half yeah. the road of the street, um, <laughs> looking for a gas leak. So it just gives you such a, an image. Yeah. Everyone coming to the house again, what is that stench? Um, she also refers to it as the Quatermass experiment, which obviously is the idea of like, a, you know, and and something other, other out of this world, like, yeah. you know, alien almost that he's cooked up. Um, yeah. 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 Just, just, yeah, not good. But she has a brilliant line where she goes, you know, I'll put a stop to that now. Don't worry. Don't you worry about that. And we see Victor just walk past her, obviously doing exactly the opposite of what she said he's he's not now doing. Yes. It's great. Great. He's just, he's oblivious to that phone call as well. I think he has no idea or he's just pretending not to, not to listen. It's funny. It's It's, that classic naughty boy in it. He's just doing it anyway. Like she said, no, he's just going to do it anyway. So I know it's, (laughs) it's funny when he's getting told off and he's, yeah, like you said, he's just more or less dismissing it. And he, she, Margaret sends him on his way to either read the newspaper or something. And yeah, does remind him of a certain social event this evening. Um, it's, it's some sort of peace talks with Patrick. So he's got a yeah. meal. To, he's yeah. going out with, yeah, just he and Patrick looks like they're going to go out for a dinner, which he reluctantly accepts that that's got to happen. And he yeah, tries he's to... kind of ignoring it at first, isn't he? And then she's like, you know, do you hear me? Yes, yes. 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 Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Prolonging it and opening it isn't happening. But yeah, no, it's it's happening. I mean, uh, it's, it's something that's got to give because they just, yeah, outstand each other now. There's quite a lot has happened, and I just recall. I think one of the the first thing that really set their relationship off in a bad way was obviously I think when they drank the expensive bottle of wine meant for Pippa's dad. Yeah, and yeah. Then obviously that followed with Patrick gunning down all those garden gnomes, which would have cost a lot of money, which is obviously yeah. an extreme re- um, reaction, and it's never been the same. It's never been the same. We've, we've had the, um, the the trip wire and the and the, and the concrete uh, Victor's sort of Hollywood Boulevard appearance on the concrete <laughs> where he fell into the concrete, and then the yeah. manure outside, uh, and then the watering of the um, or inadvertent the guy sticking the hose pipe through Patrick's door, and um, yeah. yeah, it's just continuous, isn't it? Just just continuous, like, um, and it's all sort of you know all innocent as well. You know, I don't think Victor's got any any real malice towards no. Patrick, has he? I don't think that's ever come across in the series, to my knowledge. It's always been, you know, it, he'll, he'll retaliate when Patrick retaliates, but it's always kind of Victor's unfortunate incidents that have affected Patrick. And Yeah, I think the one time I can recall that he's really got annoyed with Patrick is just leaving the yellow notes, the sticky Yeah, labels, yeah, true, true. Which is yeah. a petty thing in itself. I mean, Patrick's mm. done far worse back to Victor and Victor seems just to accept yeah. it. Unfortunately, we don't get to see the uh, the pair of them having a, a meal, but we certainly hear about it when... We certainly hear about it. We see a photograph of it. We see we see some little snaps of it coming up later as well. Margaret yeah. does see, let's look at the photos, uh, which again, I think is funnier in a way. You just hear about this from, from their perspectives, don't you, as to yeah. what's, what's happened. He's absolutely... He's, he is not happy. I mean, he's come back late at night and... Uh, yeah. Not so subtly is trying to get Margaret to ask how the night went, but he doesn't want to talk. Yeah. There's an Armenian restaurant they went to that nobody spoke English, and he's just ranting yeah. and raving. And I think yeah. by the sounds that they, were, well, I don't know. At this point, he reveals what actually happened because the scene switches to Patrick and Pippa's bathroom, where there's like that yeah, horror reflection of Patrick. And yeah, he's always drinking. Mouthwash. It's it's mouthwash, but it looks like he's having to, uh, you know, a whiskey, a, a or... Of whiskey or vodka yeah. to be able to deal with the uh, the stress of it all. Yeah, 
and you got like uh, Pippa in the background, slightly groveling in tone, asking how things went, and he seems to be. It's just like a power cut of sorts. Oh, do you know what? Cook. I put power put, power cut question mark there because she's got a candle and the lights are out. So you do think was there a scene cut or something cut there that we didn't see, or is it just? That's yeah. how they happen to, you know, they just happen to have a candle around. I don't know. It's just, it just seems odd, doesn't it? You know, it, it, yeah, doesn't seem to be any reason for that other than, you know, it must be because. Radical. But then again, anything that's in any subtlety in *Month of the Grave* will come back full circle. Very you know, true. Very stuff. true. Or, or sometimes it doesn't need explaining, does it? It's just that's what happens in life. You know, you do have power cuts and yeah, like why shouldn't it have it happened in that episode? Well, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's we, just you know we always want an ex- explanation, especially with Renwick material, because we do. We a, do. A really cool. Well, the guy's such a genius. The guy's so clever. You know, and yeah, the fact that he's over his scripts. You think, you know, what what is was the reason for that, or you know, yeah, know. get a little bit more information from uh, Patrick on why he and Victor clearly had a not so great night. They seem to presume that they being the Armenian uh, waiters presume that he and Victor were a couple which uh, I don't think for a minute they were both being homophobic about it they were just not stand they they don't like each other so the idea that people think they're a couple is even worse oh yeah yeah I I don't detect any homophobic tones at all I just detect it you know is this is the worst thing that that anyone could think but for both of them really you know they're both kind of yeah they're both they're trying to sort it out well, then I suppose to someone who kind of sees it from a distance, they might, yeah, they might well think it's a couple that's been arguing and making up. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, very cleverly done. Patrick, you know, said that he wanted to tell him to bugger off, but he did think that was a bit cruel. <laughs> so we told him to bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just the delivery of that line. And no one delivers that, like, anger state and that kind of just matter-of-fact sort of, you know, yeah. Talking of, I mean, talking of delivering a line, they um, they delivered a sausage for them to share, which was for the icing on the cake, I think. And uh, the sausage arrived at the table. You know, again, it's just these. He, he just paints his picture, doesn't it, with the words? Like you can just imagine <laughs> these things and, and their faces, and and, and they'd be both be too polite, I suppose, until they got to the point where they did bugger up, attempt to bugger up. Both be too polite. Yeah. To, yeah, you know, put them straight, or to say, oh, you know, no, that's not the case. <laughs> uh... finds it very sweet that just rolls Patrick up further. I think Patrick's relieved that they're having a couple of days away at Pippa's brother's place, just yeah. to get away from things. But do you think just I've just thought of this, and it could be obvious. Do you think that's why they're going to stay at her brother's place, not just for a bit of um, you know, just to get away from things, but they've got not a power cut, but they've got electrical problems if there's a power you know what? that power could cut. easily be it couldn't it yeah that could easily be it yeah that might explain it um, it, it could be obvious but also I maybe think. they knew that victor was having the builders coming around maybe i don't know uh, yeah there you go that maybe could be yeah because you can imagine margaret having said oh we're having some work done so it's gonna be a bit noisy yeah yeah so yeah another thought isn't it? and that's just popped into my head i know you said that yeah so again there's all these little connections in there that, that kind of do make sense so. it, we should we should have mentioned that victor was uh getting ready for bed in the bathroom and i think he's looking for a packet of soap because the next morning they're a bit well, we late just this bugger it don't we he just shouts yeah, bugger it i think it, he yeah. crashes into something and again <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i mean how many times has, i've done something like that you know i'll try not to now the little boy sleep in the other room but you know yeah. he, you just you want to go to sleep and yeah. You, oh, you just got to basically hover above the. You got you got to do a yeah. David Blaine. You got to oh, levitate, oh. haven't you? Oh, <laughs> Switching there, that little. But 
the next morning that Mar- Margaret wakes up in a panic. It's getting on. The reason why she's in panic, they, they've got the builders coming over today. And yeah. this is where we see Victor. He's not in sight, really. He's in the bed, but you don't see him until he lifts his head out the, the, uh, from under the, the duvet, covered in green. He looks like a turtle, doesn't he? A ninja turtle, as, as Margaret says, because he used the toilet duck for a yeah. flush or whatever it is. <laughs> and it's, it's just, just the way she delivers that line, isn't it? hell's been going on <laughs> oh yeah that's a great i, I tell you that. this is why i love this episode it's just <laughs> some things just stick out it's just i just remember them yeah it's just the delivery of the hell's been going on the sort of thing my mum would have said when you know something bad had happened in our house what the hell's been going on in here you know <laughs> just i just sort of... just reading my notes again this is this might explain the power cut there's a reason for the power cuts because victor couldn't turn on the lights to see what he's putting on so that's probably it, isn't it? That, <laughs> you know what? That, all these things are now making it's strange, sense. It? I just don't think sense. these. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Are we? I know we. Uh, although our other, your theory about the lock inversion and the loud noise and, and yeah, getting away, yeah. I think that's cleared that up. But yeah, they've got a loft. They can have a loft conversion, so they've got a few quid that, behind them. Well, nothing's ever mentioned of this again. I'll talk. You know, mention this when we get to it later. But it, it, you never hear any more of this loft conversion, do you? So whether it was never finished, I don't know. Mm. They never go up there, do they? And it's sort of. Um, no. Yeah, but you're right. It's not cheap, is it, to do something like that? It's uh, you know. Well, they previously got a bit, well, seemingly jealous of um, Ronnie and Mildred for talking about their loft conversions and all the work. Yeah, yeah. Work they, they, yeah but these um, will shortly be introduced to the McKendrick twins. McKendricks, absolutely. Who play by Christopher Ryan, he which gets, is. Uh, Double role, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, not only a double role, but it's a, it's a second appearance um, because True. he was also a some sort of gas engineer, wasn't he? In series he, one, he was a plumber, wasn't he? Because he turns up at the door and he just says plumber. Yeah, and uh, it's <laughs> you can, you again. I love that scene. And he he burns his leg, doesn't he? And I think Victor says something like, well, "I'm not in the habit of." Dressing like um, you know someone on the bridge of the river, quite <laughs> dance around in the in the in the area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Do, Mark, do you think he's related to this guy? Or is it a completely different character? Do you think? I, I wonder whether it was a third McKendrick twin who's like. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That little um, <laughs> it, it, not Easter egg, but sort of yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, it's just funny Don't that he's a, he's a tradesman again, and um, yeah. Margaret does give us a heads up that. They've got. She, she's not best pleased. He's he's booked these McKendrick twins. Yeah. It's yeah. One's got an extremely weird sense of humour. The other one's deaf. And for yeah. once, Victor's signing with a tradesman, which he rarely does. He's. But I, yeah, I get he, the impression these are sort of friends. He might have met down the pub, and they're they're okay. Well, it, it, it's like it's like Chippy Joe, isn't it? Or um, the guy who came around to do the wallpaper and who we met in the pub. You know, yeah. um, in series two. You know, yeah. there's a few of these that crop up. Mm. I always call them like the O'Reillys. I always think of Fawlty Towers. I just thought, I think the O'Reilly, this is like, he, he, like yeah. Civil, God bless yeah. Um, yeah. Civil. <laughs> she wasn't best pleased, was she, with no. O'Reilly? She no. wanted, um, oh, what, was the, what was the name of the, the, the proper builder? Uh, Mr. Stubbs. For, Forbes? No, Forbes. Mr. Stubbs, wasn't it? Stubbs, yeah, Mr. Stubbs, Stubbs that's yeah. Stubbs. Stubbs. And this is, a, Margaret yeah. clearly doesn't want the McKendricks, but purely because no. of their personality or their disability by the sounds of it. Well, that's it. But they're better than Richard. I bet they're Richard. Well. That's probably why Victor's gone with him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, and he's probably quite loyal to people, isn't he? I think, as well, if yeah. he thinks he's a good job, he'll, you know, he'll use them again. So. Yes, yeah. Um, um, so but, but it's later in the morning, they've got a, 
they're in a hurry because they haven't thought to clear out the loft. You would have thought they'd have done that in the days leading up yeah, to the day, but they've yeah, left it's quite it all. a big thing, isn't it? To tell them to you, we're saying, you know, we're moving in the minute. Yeah. And my brother emptied the loft and it took us a day in our house. You know, we've only been yeah. here for, for six years. So, you know, we've wow. not got that as, as long as Victor and Marjorie, but Margaret have been together. So, yeah. Did you have any. Any wooden puppets of any sort in your uh, No, didn't find a wooden puppet. No, no. Found a chest of drawers that the previous owners must have built up there. It's really weird. Oh, right. so I've never seen it before. Right at the back. Nothing in yeah. it. You know, I was expecting to find like, you know, some of the uh, great train robbery money stashed up there or something. <laughs> but uh, no, no, it wouldn't to be. Just, just a full chest of drawers. They must Because he couldn't have got it through the hatch. They must have just put it up there and built it up there. It's very strange. You, you just mentioned money, like finding a... I just have to really say this brief story, and I don't know if I get any, into any trouble for this, but it was only this evening that with a phone call from my father-in-law who yeah. said his um, wife, my um, fiancé's stepmom, she's yeah. driving along today. They live in they live in the north, the northwest, yeah. and some some somebody like sped past her, almost sort of crashed yeah. into her, into the side, but they didn't. They went around a corner, and my um, basically my mother-in-law saw this bag being thrown out the window oh, and they it's, and followed by some police chasing this car. So they're obviously getting rid of some evidence. Yeah. Mother, mother-in-law, she pulled over because she's obviously a little bit um, heart racing and a bit, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, she found this bag of money and there was possibly around about a million quid in there. Like wow. you see in the movies. And she was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I the, think it's real, but yeah. yeah. The police have obviously deal, dealing with it. She, she hid the bag yeah, because she didn't know whether she didn't want to take it and put it, take it into a car. She hid hid it somewhere. Yeah, and obviously it straight away into the onto, onto yeah, the police yeah, and yeah, drove off. Yeah. And these these fellas were tailgating her, so she was on the phone oh. to the police at the same time. And this uh, bag of money, um, they the police found it and nothing was taken. But oh, she wow. also she's had to um they're going to get rid of her car because these people know her oh, number plate wow, that's yeah it's that's pretty mad isn't heavy, it? it that's really so she, stuff, she's getting yeah, rid of her gosh. yeah she's getting rid of that's her like car because that, you know line of duty or something you just wouldn't think happens yeah, but, yeah, yeah i know yeah. sorry listeners i just that was, that was news was only presented to me in the last couple of hours pretty wild it's just because you mentioned for found a load of money in the lot yeah, so, yeah mate, on, oh that, that's, that's bizarre that i happened to mention that yeah that's uh, that's very strange very strange. i gave it no no names or no uh Specific, specific area of, of where this took, took place. I hope that broke any. Yeah. By the time this podcast goes out, it'll hopefully been resolved. Yeah, I, think, I think you'll be all right, mate. Yeah. But I think whoever, whoever, um, this, whether it's a drug dealer, what they're they're in trouble with their boss, let alone the law, because that's a lot of money to lose on whatever well, job they're on. <laughs> but sorry, back to uh, the. So um, I was looking at what they were taking out of the loft, like a car bonnet, like a yeah, like yeah, collectible, and we get a rare shot of the spare bedroom where there's all the junk. And I guess I, I had to freeze frame this because there's some what you what you'd say Easter eggs, so you can see. I've written the same thing here, Easter eggs, yeah. 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 So what's the the first thing I could see was were the false teeth from Mr. Foskett. Mr. Foskett's false teeth. Yeah. Series five. Do we think that's the suitcase from One Foot in the Algarve on the bed? Potentially, you know, the uh, one po- they possi- take that's possibly. excess um, yeah. baggage that they pay to take and it's gone full of junk. <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a badger, like a taxidermy yep. badger. Taxidermy um, badger, yeah. There's yeah. a oh, um, sun, like not a sun lounger, but deck chairs. Yeah, yeah. A couple of magician boxes. Um, unfortunately, you can't see any more than that. I was hoping to see a few more gems from 
Yeah, I've, I've put down. Maybe we could have seen the teddy bear on the exercise bike from Series One. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, or the hat that keeps getting returned to him. That sort of uh, you know, so puts in the skip, and then the guy brings back round. And uh, not a plot hole as such. Maybe continuity error. And this was pointed out by Ben in a previous episode, and I've mentioned it a few times because references to what they kept kept keeping their loft has been brought up before. Yeah. But Victor is handing Margaret down this wooden puppet, which he apparently has had for years, and he hasn't seen this puppet for years. Yeah. Of course, their house burnt down, their old house. Yeah. So when 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 is this? That's very true. I mean, that's very true. Unless you say, in, unless you say in four years, because it'd be four years they've been in that house in '95. Unless he thinks that's he a might, long time. Yeah, but it, it looks like they bought it '91, then put it up there. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's a. I never yeah. thought of that, mate. Never thought the only, of that. The only, th- the only thing I could think yeah. is not ev- some of their possessions might have been left at family relative yeah. for, for for whatever reason. Yeah, um, true. But I don't know. It's just a bit a bit of a strange one. That yeah, that's a that's a bit of a an error by M. Renwick that you wouldn't expect there. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I would have uh, been there. Yeah, that's that's. Do you know, I never thought of that until you said that. That's why I love this. Podcast, mate, because it makes me. Spot well, I I didn't think of that. That that is that is Ben. That is oh, all credit to all Bruce credit to Ben. ben. I, I wouldn't have yeah, thought of that yeah. for a moment, and I suppose most yeah. people wouldn't really. No, uh, well, Margaret, no, no, no. Margaret, Margaret, uh, quip. She hopes there's no more Christmas presents from Ronnie and Mildred. <laughs> That's when <laughs> is is that what they're passing down in those? Um, it looks like in plastic bags or something. I thought that was what that was looked like some presents, but I couldn't tell. Probably but again, in earlier in season series two, they're in the wardrobe, aren't they? This some that left up there, yeah. so I bet they eventually made their way out of the wardrobe into the loft. Yeah, I mean, why would you, I suppose you kept them in case running Mildred ever asked, maybe you know, yeah, why, probably. What, I mean, what, what did you think of that that year or whatever? I know, but, T- uh, timeless time there. I think yes. he was going to open up a Christmas present and he resisted, didn't he? So I don't know why they can't just open it and then get rid of it, but they just can't even oh, bring themselves. <laughs> Again, it's that like Alan Partridge's draw thing, isn't it? You know, you, you yeah. want to know what it is, but then you don't want to know what it is. It's all yeah, like, yeah. it's funny not to know. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, this old wood, wooden puppet was purchased from a, an, from a car boot sale, and he's meant to repair it. So that car boot sale may well have been in the last few years, but it really doesn't matter that much. Let's just pretend that it was there were some perishable items in their old house. Yeah, but unlikely. And this is where the doorbell goes, which Margaret answers, and Christopher Ryan himself, one of the McKendrick twins, very stereotypical builder, whistling away, quite peaky yeah. in tone, bit of yeah. small talk. Um, I think followed by I think the death of the, the death. So one death from a pneumatic drill, isn't it? And another one's got a sense of wicked, a weird sense of humour. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just so we're going to see some pranks played on Margaret. Which is so it's then, Lawrence, isn't it? I've worked it out backwards. I found his name at the end. So Lawrence is the naughty one. Yeah. Um, and we never learned the other one's name, I don't think. Yeah, no, no the other one's a bit more sensible, but, isn't he? Um, yeah, he is, but he can't hear what he can't hear anything. Can't, I'm saying so. <laughs> he's uh, he's singing yeah. away as he. Some lots of lots of good camera trickery being played here, isn't there? Some really good. I don't um, know how they do it. I. There's I, one scene I don't get. There's one bit where it's where the mate he's making a cup of coffee. Because he's walking out and the other one walks in. Uh, that's the only time yeah. that it couldn't have been a double that they use, unless they that's... stop the film 
and then recut the, and then keep rolling. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's really clever. really weird. I don't know. I did watch something years ago about how they do these things when they want to show two people in the same frame because they did it in Shameless. Like, I love Shameless. They had Paddy mm. and Paddy played the, uh, the guy was, played Paddy twice in that. Yeah, yeah. And that was really good because they had them both on the screen at the same time. But this did was my fight, you know. Did you ever watch, watch Ricky Gervais's extras? I'll be honest, I've not watched them all. I've watched series one, I think, oh. but I didn't watch series two. So he does. I need to. I really need to. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Do. But in the Christmas special, there, Gervais has he plays a certain character. He writes in extras. He writes his crappy comedy. Yeah, and he stars in it. And in his yeah. comedy within a comedy, he's got an on-screen sister, which is just Ricky Gervais double. Not oh, even a double. Wow. Sorry, it's Ricky Gervais. <laughs> and I just don't know yeah. how they do it. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I have an idea how they do it, but I just can't yeah. get my head around it. If that makes sense. No, see, I think unless you're you're in that world and you and you do it, I think it's um, yeah. And this is before the age of CGI as well. You know, so before yeah. computers, it would be yeah, still yeah. done on literally on film, wouldn't it? But it's just how you splice the film together or how yeah. you overlay the film on top of one another. I mean, and there's a really crude episode. Of, uh, it's done really crudely in Dad's Army. And if you've watched Dad's Army, you know, you're a big fan of it. Or anything, I love Dad's Army. Um, there's one where Mannering meets his brother and that's done by oh, yeah. uh, projection. So they have uh, Arthur Lowe playing the drunk you know, in a back projection and then Arthur Lowe acting in front of it. So they filmed it first and then put him yeah. in front of it. And it's quite obvious now when you watch it in HD, but, you know, yeah. back in the day... Back in the day, you can forgive it, but it's like yeah. the back background scenery in Dad's yeah. Army is just atrocious it's like it's no effort it made it but um it, uh, it was the late 60s early 70s but well this is it we've got to remember that haven't we you know and it had such a good script and a good cast it was it didn't matter at forgive all. It. It, it yeah it was such a oh, gem absolute gem that is it's, uh, should do a podcast story. on it i think there well, is mate, a, yeah i think there I is think a bad time uh, podcast out there actually there's, I'm not there's gonna... uh nine series of that so that that would uh that yeah. could be your cookie that could be your project <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on that. I could be your guest. I'm still trying to get my step toe one off the ground. I think I decided on step toe and some, but uh, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, I think once the house moves done, I'm in the new man cave. That'll be uh, be on the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get the house moved done. That's that's yeah. I'm, that's that's definitely a sensible move to keep your marriage alive. Don't oh, do a mate, podcast yeah, before. <laughs> just, yeah, being be, being a teacher, being a dad, you know, and being a Sheffield United fan and being a husband. That's it. Yeah, you're a season ticket. Spin all them plays. It's, uh... <laughs> and, that's, and you're a season ticket holder as well. I am not that we can go, but you know, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Back back to uh, McKendra. I I've made a note. This is a thing that we seem to do these days with modern TV series. That I thought there was a bit of foreshadowing with. Uh, is it Lawrence? Cheeky Lawrence. We'll call him Cheeky Lawrence singing Cheeky there. Lawrence, Maybe trouble yeah. ahead. And that's like a foreshadowing because there will be some trouble ahead. Oh, yeah. That, that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he started. That used to be on a TV advert. I can't remember what the advert was, but it used to be on. It's obviously a well known song, isn't it? But uh, There's a really good um, website where you can, well, any, you can tap it, you can type the name of a song and it will tell you what adverts and what films oh, it's wow, feeding. Cool. I can tell you what the website's that. called but that's uh, that. quite handy yeah. but he starts Cheeky Lawrence starts the first of his pranks screwdriver in the hand which Margaret completely, completely falls for she knows that he's got a weird sense of humour so she must anticipate um, this kind of thing but she doesn't she, she does take it seriously I think mm. it's very funny because I, I like I think what's funny about the these this prank and subsequent pranks that follow is how hilarious that he finds it. 
Because he really oh, isn't he, subtle. He's, he's, he's just, just yeah, he's built really like, filthy he's built his day around it, hasn't he? You know, that's <laughs> it. That's his aim in that day, not to do any work particularly, but to just wind yeah. up some poor, um, you know, uh, <laughs> so not quite a pensioner, is she? But you know, some 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 old, uh, elderly lady, or at least a lady past her fifties, you know, yeah. try and wind her up as much as he can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, when he's cheeky Lawrence is on the floor just before he plays that prank. Yeah. He's sort of screwing something on his knees and she walks past. And just the way he looks at her as she walks by, you he, he, he can see him thinking, like oh, planning yeah. his next prank. Yeah. Ah! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, my God! What's happened? Oh, what have you done? <gasps> he just slipped! Oh! Went right through! Oh, God! Can you pull it out or anything? I don't know. Yeah, uh, she's falls for hook, line, and sinker. But uh, I mean, later in that after, I think it's later in the afternoon. Uh, I think it's Lawrence who asks Victor, who's Sam papering this puppet. Now he's starting to work on this. Puppet. Yeah, yeah, he's got into that, hasn't he? I think he wants a decision on the the paintwork, and Victor points out there's a color chart or something that, and he follows yeah. up um, by saying um, he's put some coffee on. Yeah. No. So have I got that wrong? But, uh, no, he's, he's put some coffee on. Coffee put, on so, 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 so one walks out and then another one it. comes in and he says, yeah, do you want some, do you want some coffee? And then there's a great kind of like, only Victor knows, doesn't he? Victor can tell them apart. Yeah. Clearly he knew which one he was talking to about which thing. But we, the viewer, get tricked, don't we? Because we think he's talking about the coffee. No, yeah. we think he's talking about the wall. No, yeah, or whichever way around it is. Anyway, we, basically, it's 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 the other well, way around, isn't it? So, cause, yeah, cause yeah, Magnolia. He's just like, oh, is it? Um, no, Mag. Did you want it white? We think you're talking about the coffee. And yeah, he's talking about Magnolia. Yeah, but again, then he brings in the cop because I thought. Yeah. Again, when I watched this, I thought there's got to be a comeback to this. I, I was just thinking of the, um, I think it was Secret of the Seven Sorcerers with the yes. window cleaner. Yeah, and I think is there something going to happen now, which. You know, it's going to cock up the paint choice. Well, we may well have done because we, we don't see a final outcome. No, for this. no, no. But yeah, it's very clever, and um, I'm, I would hopefully someone get in touch and tell me how that's done. I mean, like I said, yeah. I got an idea, and somebody could tell me like if you watch watch it back, you'll see you know Victor uh, Rich Wilson still for like one second. I, I think, think that's what. Yeah, I think you're onto it there. I think they probably paused the film and and then inserted yeah. the double. And had yeah. the double walking away at that point. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's really good. And so Susie Belbin into who's been she's still directing it at this point, which uh, yes. you know, great. The final she's series, still, isn't it? Been, oh, final boy. series she did. She'd done all the series, I think, bar special. So Love and Death, didn't she? she? She had to drop out of that, I think, didn't she? Yeah, so, yeah. That's Sydney Lotterby came in, but yeah, yeah, no, she's she's great, 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 great directing in it. I'll tell you what, I like Cheeky Lawrence walks past. And Margaret, and he just does a sort of ha ha ha, like a child in the playground. <laughs> and it just makes Victor laugh. Like, I just, I that's what that's what made the scene for me. He's, like he's kind of, in. it's the sort of thing. If I did it at home, I knew I'd get an absolute rollicking afterwards, <laughs> or at the time probably. For you think that's funny, do you? you know, like siding with them or whatever. But yeah. she just lets it pass, doesn't she? In a way, yeah. I suppose she just thinks, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, what's the point? I'm not gonna win this one or whatever. But yeah. he's been a bit like, yeah, it's it's unusual to see, like, yeah, because you don't really ever see Victor defend Margaret's honor in it 
well, he's always there for her, but yeah, he's kind of always unspoken, isn't it? You he know, might that, sort of go, that there yeah, like because I think it's just because he's friends with the McKendricks and he knows what they like, what, what they're that's like. It. And, that's and Victor's it. obviously in a calm place, you know, have you know, carrying out his, his next hobby. Yeah, second well, hobby he's, of he's the well, the fish thing's died a death, hasn't it? He's obviously yeah. given up on that one now, and this is his new thing. Yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, he's zipping through the hobbies in this episode. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, maybe, you know, playing, essentially playing with a puppet or, or maintaining it is, is bringing out his inner child, therefore finding yeah. pranks are funny and, uh, yeah, reading deep yeah. into the psyche of Victor as ever. But Margaret's about to go to work and she does make a passing comment in sarcasm about not barbecuing a sperm whale or something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's yeah. he's literally sandpapering the breasts of this doll. And That's Margaret it. looks he's, on and concerned, uh, like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, marvelous scene. I think almost halfway into the episode now, which is crazy. Not too much has happened, has it? No, not it. a lot's happened. We've kind of obviously had the the off-screen uh, dinner, which will yeah. kind of um, you know explain a little bit later as to why Pippa's or Patrick and Pippa, yeah, they they're, they're still annoyed about something. So yeah. yeah, yeah, Victor's moved from one hobby to another, but that's it. Nothing, nothing too drastic's happened. It does day. cut to be back in the Vic Meldrew's house again, but later in the day. Yeah. So he's got a beam, beam on his head and the, and the fake blood. Does um, um, the serious McKendrick brother or the deaf one? He says they they they're all done for today, but we can hear Lawrence from upstairs singing and drilling, yeah. and then we hear this loud fall. Yeah, it's quite comical sound. Margaret's not bothered. She, she hears no, that she's learned a lesson, isn't she? In the... Yeah, that's it. You think, well, actually, yeah, uh, she knows he's daft. She knows he's playing a prank. But it, yeah, th- there's something in her, isn't that caring side in her that's just sort of like, even if I can't, even if I can't stand this bloke, he could actually be hurt. And you know, yeah. sort of like, it really is a boy who cried wolf in it. I mean, how many times can 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 someone get away with it before that? It's very dangerous. Not. To do that because it's very dangerous in his job, particularly, you know, he's at risk. Yeah, and I know. hope his brother might one day rescue him if he does go too far with it. But yeah, um, yeah. But he, he comes down with a cut on his head and and he's sort of limping and he and he's uh, so it sounds like he, yeah, he's definitely a, he's making out his some sort of timbers falling on him and he's blooded. And Margaret's yeah. not concerned or falling for it, <laughs> calls yeah. him utterly pathetic. As he starts, to, he starts to lose a bit of consciousness. Then he Martin. does, doesn't he? He's, he's really, really kind of. I would say he's convincing. I don't know. I suppose it is. He's just going through the motions of something. Yeah. It doesn't take too long for Margaret to start panicking as she goes to look for some bandages. Oh. 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 I just caught one of those bloody timbers on my head. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a nail sticking out or something. Oh, shit! Don't you think it better than that? It doesn't even look like real blood. Mrs. Meldrew, I'm not joking this time. I think I need an ambulance. Seriously. Utterly pathetic. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, sit down. I'll go and see if we've got some bandages. Uh, thank you. But you needn't bother. I'll use one of these. <laughs> He quickly reveals he's already, he's already got one rather jollily. Yeah. It's all right, you know. And it's some <laughs> fake fake blood he, he says he's got from uh, the stuff they use on casualty. Stuff they use on casualty, yeah. To be fair I, to I me. Once, I once bought some of that 
Um, I nearly spilled it in, uh, in someone's car. I think it was my oh, dad's no. car or something, which was horrendous. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my only experience of it. It was like nearly spilling it in somewhere, somewhere that wouldn't have been yeah. appropriate. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, never using it again after that. So. <laughs> I know. Is this where Victor finds it funny? Like, you can hear him laughing. He just walks in casually, doesn't he, Victor? <laughs> Twice in a row, I've had her now. She went white as a sheep. <laughs> 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 Does he mention the comedian Harry Worth? I had to look up who Harry Worth so was. I'd look Harry Worth, and yeah, did you did you get the reference then as to why he says so, Harry Worth? Well, the context more so is that Victor goes into the dining room to test the puppet strings, but obviously yeah. due to the lack of process, process progress, um, he does sort of liken the lack of progress because of the how the puppets' legs and arms yeah. going there to Harry Worth. So I presume Harry Worth had a sort of a gimmicky thing he did with... Yeah, I looked it up. So what what he did is opening to his TV show, he would he stood next to like um, two two windows yeah, and he'd stick his arm and leg out on one side and the reflections of him sticking one leg and one arm up looked like he was doing the same on the other side, so it looked like he was levitating. So it was like just a little silly gimmick, but it's the idea of someone kind of having both feet and arms off the ground, but not falling over. Oh, I, yeah, so okay. That's what, that's what it was. So as soon as I saw the, the image, I was like, oh, that makes sense. But okay, yeah. yeah. And I, I always think, wondered about that. I always thought it yeah. must, must be something that the comedian did. But he's obviously a long, long since past comedian who, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, some I, people would know his name, but not many people, I don't think, today would know his name. Yeah. But these um, references to old comedians and, and people of pop, pop culture, because yeah. this, I mean, Walk in the Grave isn't, ancient comedy the people playing these characters are in their 60s so they're going, always going to reference people from the 50, 40s and 50s it's like us now when we reference alan partridge and peep yeah. show and yeah. fools and horses and stuff you know i think people you know young younger kids these days so in, in my in my classes at school you remember you reference some things and they go what what's that you know they, know. they didn't but you everyone knew alan partridge was everyone knew who you know mark and jeremy were you know it was yeah. like how could so, you not know peep show yeah. and thought yeah yeah so dodgy dodgy douglas she's been to yep. who i think is the guy who we see in the dawn of man the, the shopkeeper we see in the dawn of man in series six, series six. cop point yeah. yeah that's it that's yeah. it but you can imagine you know um she's he's taking one smarty out of every uh tube to make a new tube or whatever she says he's up to so he's uh yeah a bit of a bit of a character a bit of a you know a shopkeeper who's, who's prepared to uh, you know cut some corners to make a bit of money she's found some money and she's uh, yeah she's quite um yeah so 80 yeah. quid i mean what's that in today's money double that just under easy i'd say yeah 160 quid yeah. it's not as much as it's not as much money found as my uh mother-in-law found no, but no 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 definitely not not definitely to be sniffed not. at i think it's probably a difference between taking 80 quid from the from the ground to you know hundreds of thousands isn't there um, well, it's like she says as well. It, it, it was in a restaurant where someone wouldn't miss that much money. You know, if it's quite quite a well-to-do restaurant, yeah. um, you know, it's just small change to somebody. But it's, but it's, it's a p- similar predicament to the, you know, the we have put her living in the tomb where she she wants to switch the tortoise. You know, it's kind of Victor's got his moral compass very much set to know you do the right thing, whereas Margaret's sort of, and we do know why we find out later why Margaret's wanting to do this, particularly in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, she's sort of wanting to do something that's not—it's not terrible, but it's not the, the most morally right thing, is it? You know, no, if it's someone's no. money that belongs to them, but she's her view is well. No, I mean, 
I mean, she 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 speaks about you know, the Peking Palace is is what's on yeah. the receipt, and I presume that's a Chinese restaurant. And Chinese restaurants, you haven't got to be rich to eat it in a Chinese restaurant. I mean, you got some money, but I just don't feel like in, if it was like the Ivy in London, in London, or if it was. It's funny you say that though. There's a there's a Chinese takeaway near us, Chinese Cantonese takeaway, which is about everything's about five pound more than a normal Chinese takeaway, but oh, you do. It? you do notice the difference like it's a real quality is it like yeah oh yeah yeah it's uh so i think there are some like you know kind of like probably the odd one yeah yeah top end and everything sort of you know there's no there's no gristle or anything like that it's all just you know really really top top that's cool we can only afford to be there once a year that's it that's it yeah i've 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 only dined dined in uh Chinese and Indian restaurants. Well, more more so Indian restaurants, but Chinese yeah. restaurants only a couple of times. But yeah, Victor is like the moral compass is yeah is is the right phrase really because yeah he does yeah. encourage to hand it back in and she is all these emotions have been built up because she's um something's going on in her else which something's we don't going on now. Great Jealous character of- development here, isn't it? That you know this has been played out through this episode. It's not just at the end. Yeah. You can see all these clues are dropped in, yeah. and something big's happening in Margaret's life. Yeah, which could have been done in any episode, but it, it, it's just it's yeah. just worked worked well into this episode, yeah. and just takes the characters on the next stage in their life, doesn't it? Really, you know, a bit like when Delboy and Rodney settle down and, and get partners. That's the next stage for them. This is the next stage that yeah. You know, well, we'll see in a second, won't we? Yeah, but yeah. you can add, you can add the fact from Margaret's point of view, she's got these workmen playing pranks on her, and Victor yes. paying paying attention to another hobby because she's had the fish hobby, the the cook the cooking <laughs> hobby, the cookery yeah. ever, and now yeah. he's paying attention to a puppet, and she's got that jealous side, even if it is a wooden doll. You know, she's got that in her to be a little bit insecure. So yeah. it's all it's all building up in it in her mind, and. Uh, and she exits that scene. She storms out, should I say. And if you don't like it, you can lump it. The pair of you. <laughs> I'm just a pair of you. And walks out. Oh, Victor's ready. oblivious, isn't he, again? He's thinking, what, you know, a pair of us, like, you know, it's just me. He, you know, he doesn't get that this is really winding her up. Um, or, or if he does, he's, he's disguising it very well, isn't he? He's in very well. L- later in the evening, I think Victor walks the puppet into the... Uh, He's not doing himself any favours there. He's very proud of this project. He lays on the bed, Margaret's side, yeah. which is not going to help anything, isn't it? No. What, there's a phone call received, isn't there? Very, I, I wrote, phone call received, calmest yeah. ever won, probably. And I can't Yeah, and it's what. late at night as well. They've gone to bed. Now, whether they go to bed early, I don't know, but you'd expect Victor to be wound up that, you know, he didn't like it when uh, Mr. Sweeney was ringing him to say, don't flush the toilet later. Yeah, night. that's so true, yeah. He, is, yeah. he does take this really calmly, doesn't he? Um, but I suppose, you know, you know, we know that he wanted to find out about where this money was from. So, he, you know, these people are doing him a favour, so maybe he's not as bothered. But uh, So yeah. so that phone call is just to clarify, just to, so that is to confirm that the restaurant has said, this is such and such as money. Yeah, Croker. So, again, so that name, the names drop there now. Again, people watching this casually would make no connection back to 1990. Yeah, and who's listening? And yeah, the and that's the the, 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 the Reverend, or yeah, Pippa's yeah. father. Yeah, and that's, that's so, the thing. Like when I had, um, I I forgot to talk about that to name drop again. Mike Benton Stevens when he came on, because I thought, right. of course, your yeah. character was the son. 
Yeah, yeah. Fifth as well. Yeah. I didn't. I just didn't even make the connection then. Well, you but... don't do you because you just see these people in silos sometimes, don't you? They just appear in this yeah. episode, appear in that. Yeah, episode. yeah. So a bit of a bit of data protection um, issue there. Not that it mattered in the mid nineties, but I don't think a Chinese restaurant would they give a name and number from Probably a bank? Probably not, car? because Probably. you know it could be anyone, couldn't it? Yeah. You know, asking for that information. Mm. Um, you know, someone sort of go around to rob them, or also you know, someone might see they dine out at a posh restaurant they can all afford, afford to, and the yeah. you know. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, you just have to suspend belief for a little bit with that one, don't you? Just to, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So we get we get the reveal who 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 the money belongs to but obviously we'll, yeah. we'll meet them shortly and they live in uh cottleswood now cottleswood yeah. is a place in wiltshire in milksham all right um nice. but i because it just sounded like a made-up place but it is a real place it, but yeah, not it does in sound good, doesn't it? yeah yeah <laughs> um but victor does outline it's only right you know we've got, yeah. we've got to return it and yeah margaret reluctantly agrees she just walks out the room sarcastically. She's taking her top off. She's quite. I've never seen Margaret this. No, it's it's a little bit of, uh, a bit of skin yeah, on, a bit too intimacy, intimacy there that yeah, we never had before, have we? Really, it's uh, yeah. And bit, she leaves bit, with bit, the line. If you want me, I'll be in the bathroom sandpapering my breasts. <laughs> Quality one-liner. <laughs> um, I've seen that one-liner. I think it was used in a in a. Like one of you know on BBC videos back in the nineties when they had trailers for other other series. Yeah, I'm sure I've I've seen that before. Maybe it was on one of the clip shows or something. I don't know, but that that was like a, a sort of go to phrase I think for some kind of. You know, oh it's, right, it's, it's, yeah, I've I, one foot in the grave a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. There's. Uh, I've heard it before. Before I've seen the episode, I think. Well, yeah. I them, uh, yeah. So. Well, the, the next day, I think it's the next day anyway, the McKendricks have uh, returned, and I, I think it's a lot of energy from Chris Ryan he brings, brings to this role. It's brilliant. He's he's great. Yeah, we think Dave Dave Hedgehog, he's kind of um, the opposite, isn't he, really? He's mm. really kind of like in the bottom. He's just really like laid back and kind of, you know, a bit of a fool. Whereas yeah. in this one, he's he's on it, isn't he? He's really yeah. sort of, uh, yeah. I, I feel like it. he could have done more in his career. I know he's done a lot, but he's always an ab fab, wasn't he? But I never really Young watched ones that. Young ones, and um... he could have, he could have, he could have had his own series. I think. In some yeah, thing. he's good, really good actor, really good range. And of course, uh, Tony Driscoll. Tony Driscoll, sorry, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, just bit parts, though, isn't it? It's just yeah, yeah just one sort of like like. Yeah. like just a jobbing actor, really, but a, yeah. a good one at that, and uh, he, he did bloody well for this episode. Mr. Bean as well. He, he's oh the yeah, Mr. Bean um, attacks in the toilet by pretending to be a duck. Oh, the yeah. uh, back to school Mr. Bean, isn't it? I think. Yes. That yeah, um, that's one of those. I remember that Bean episode watching at the time. Didn't really click who it was, and when you watch him back years later, it's like, oh, that's Christopher Ryan. Christ. Chris Ryan. Yeah, um, so anyway. Uh, McKendrick twins, uh, they they've entered, and Victor yep. points out he's he's off out for a while. Doorbell yep. goes again, and this time it's a very irate woman played by Hillary Mason. Where are they? And don't say they're not in here because they're parked outside. She's holding. I've got like to say, mom. before we talk about this, is one of my favourite scenes in all of One Foot in the Grave. I've got to say, it's, it, it, it's just up there for me. As one of them where I just can cry with laughter watching it, and yeah, I know it's just it's just <laughs> this posh lady, uh, posh accent, she's holding like this model pelican, yeah, 
And she's basically after the builders. It's a bit. It, she reminds me of a bit of Mrs. Richards from Faulty Towers. Yeah, she's got um, that look, hasn't she? Mrs. Mrs. She, Stukely, she's called Mrs. Stukely. Stukely. Okay. Yes. She's yeah. um she's using some um some profanity there language, and it's they're all bleaked out, and they're, they're like, all bleaked out, which is, makes it funnier, I think. I, I think, think it does. Add it. Well, well, a, I don't think they want to do the swearing because you only get the odd swear word in one foot, don't you? We've yeah. Lost it, but, but it's that kind of juxtaposition of a really typical old lady and foul language. You just wouldn't put the two together, would you? So that's what makes it work. I think it's it's clever because, like you said, if 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 they were using the f words. Um, and without bleeping, it, it wouldn't feel right. But bleeping no. them out, it's just something uh, yeah. sweet about it. And it, yeah. and we, and the fact there's an old lady of it comes across quite middle class to say the least. Yeah. It adds to the humour. And Victor can't believe what he's seeing. She just barges past him, and he's upset about some fence not being fixed. So it really is like, you know, maybe Mister. O'Reilly being attacked exactly. by Exactly, you've got overturned to O'Reilly, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. You bodo, you about. <laughs> weeks ago you were supposed to come and finish off my fence and I am still <laughs> waiting. <laughs> you don't think you will. If you tied that fence up on time, they wouldn't have come through with their football from next door and had his beak off. And he's just laughing. He does not... He just... They're not, they're not bothered, are they? They're really not bothered. They just think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, you think that's funny, do you? I'm showing you how funny it is. Excuse me, this is my house, you know, Which I don't want to put a slur in any tradesman at all. I'm sure they're not all like that, but I can imagine there's, there's probably a few that would just be like, okay, well, what do you want me to do about it? Like, I'm on this job now, you know, so... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. he just laughs it off, and and she's she's pretty pissed that a football had its um the beak off this pelican. So some yeah. kids were because the fence went up. As a result, kids across the road playing football have just damaged some of her property. So it's just directly on the back of their slow and lazy work. This this yeah. husband follows Peter Tudenham, Tudenham. I can't pronounce that. Peter Tudenham, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to calm her down. Uh, Victor just. Everyone's ignoring him. Excuse me. Like, I know. They're just, and they're climbing up the ladder, and he's. This is his house, isn't it? This is just this, you know, the brazenness of just coming into someone's house to start swearing. I know. They've and then the in... guy with the dog. And oh, then, then the dog follows. The dog to Victor. Victor lets go of the dog. It, it, it's just, it, it's just, a, it's like a farce, isn't it? It's just a real, really funny little scene. Not, not probably a minute at max for a minute, really, when you time it. I know. It's just so, so, so much goes on and it's just great. I, lo- so I love it, honestly. You get some unusual angles of when the old lady walks up the stairs that I've never seen before. Yeah. And uh, that actor, the, the 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 husband, I presume it's the husband, he's, he's not been there very much. He was in Fools and Horses' Royal Flush, wasn't he? I saw that. Yeah, he, I he saw that, but it must have been someone at the, at the table. Yeah, well, yeah well, that Possibly, was it. Wasn't yeah, it? The, the minute. Yeah. But it's not, not a huge amount. I feel like I repeat myself every episode. Every episode of this podcast but i do say like a lot of these extras aren't in many other no. shows not past the late 90s on average or they sadly died young i know they're that that those particular actors are probably in their late 70s there but she, he was 2007 i've got written here so okay yeah you know, he lasted a bit you know a bit longer but he was in his 60s i think when he did it and then yeah that was yeah it. So, yeah uh but but mrs stukely's been in before i don't know if you spotted that she was in um the big sleep and then she's the lady who collapses and then ends up going, they think they think she's uh, dead or whatever, but she's not, and they end up putting her in 
who what they think is a makeover or something yeah makeover that's her and i only just made that connection when i looked on imdb so again that was a nice little kind of link oh that's the that's the oh that's the lady that's the lady. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, you know what, I didn't. I didn't even cross. I usually yeah. do a lot of IMD well, being, but you I don't didn't. really see her face close up, Mrs. No. Dukley. No. So you you couldn't make unless you looked that up. You know, you wouldn't yeah. know that. So it was, yeah. You know, it didn't matter. You know, that it was a different. It was the same actress playing a different part. And that's what yeah, yeah. I, I I just freeze framed the um sort of angle of Victor on this the uh, stood at the top of the hallway with this old lady looking up to. Cheeky Lawrence, and he's just like doing some work, but he's just, just laughing, he's just it. looking at him and laughing. It's just... <laughs> well, he's thinking, What's she gonna do? I bet he's just, you know, so you know, yeah. oh, she's not gonna do anything, she's shouting at me, but so yeah. well, I don't know. And he yeah. does soon sort of regret it because she's, I thought, oh, what's he yeah. saying, put that, yeah, 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 put that pelican down or, or something, or, or, or is that the other brother who's, oh, it could be, on, yeah, they both, you know, so he's laughing, and the other one's going, Hang on, you know, you want to watch yeah. that, she's gonna do you a mischief, mate, if you yeah, know. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Victor just exits. Did you notice that? He just leaves. He, he just he gives up, doesn't he? he I think he, he looks at his watch almost, doesn't he? He thinks, I've got to be somewhere. I'm not, yeah. not going to be able to deal with this. I'll let them. This is their mess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but would you leave two people in your house? I don't know. I think I'd be like, well, know, he's got them. Take, I think he, take this outside, please. Or I think I think he trusts the McKendrick twins just to make sure. Because yeah. Victor's probably a bit complacent. Like, well, it's just an elderly couple. And the, and the husband's yeah. seemingly trying to get it back. But yeah. the next, I think, well, sorry, later in the day, he arrives at Cottleswood to return this money. And it's a rather um, large, plush countryside, very Jonathan Creek-esque house. Yeah. House, house it I mentioned. Um, similar to, like, it reminded me of Noel's house party, the, the interior, that yeah. kind of setup. So you did, they, hear, did they film on location, did you ask? Um, I asked that, that question, but I did ask, yeah, yeah is that, was that a real house? And he said, yeah. no, it was just a set. And it looks pretty damn oh, convincing, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, isn't it? But yeah, um, yeah. Victor can hear a... Yeah. And a uh, beautiful interior. It does look very cosy. And this. And Victor presumes, yeah, this, it's definitely for him. Yeah. Fame might... I, if I was Victor, I'd, I'd be like, them. just might be... No, actually, I probably would do what Victor does. I probably would go in. But he's not... Has he ranked? Has he ranked? No, he has. Okay, okay. He has because there's a lovely link up between the incidental music and the doorbell. Ed, again, I've said before, Ed Welch does a great job with this music. Yeah. And it's sort of like a nice tune, and then it ends with the sound of the doorbell. Yeah. Sort of finishes off the last three notes of it. Yeah. But he hasn't uh, rang Croker, Jeffrey Croker, ahead of this. No, he doesn't know he's coming. So no, he doesn't he's, know he's coming. Because um, he he's just got the address, hasn't he? So he's just sort of turning he's up. He's only got the address. Yeah. So, so Victor walks in and. He sort of hides away. Um, he didn't hide away. He, he's just having a wonder. And then just as this gentleman calls out again, Victor does go to answer. But just as he does, Pippa walks in yeah. out of absolutely nowhere saying she's absolutely fine. And then this is where Victor hides away and is, and is a bit concerned. And the reason's obvious to Victor. He is probably thinking, well, no, he's, he's presuming that she's having some sort of flame because what he can well, see is... Well, it, it does sort of paint it. Now, if we'd forgotten that they said they were going to her brothers, it does almost like us viewers are being kind of almost made to believe this, this is an affair, isn't it? Because the way it's described, oh, I've had enough of that man, isn't it? Well, yeah, this, that's the, that, that is strange, actually, because why, do, why don't we go, oh, of course, they're going to 
Pippa's brothers. So that and must it's only at the last minute we see Patrick upstairs because they go up to the yeah, bedroom. Very, very clever. Hands across, it, so it it was clever, but it, it almost made you, the it? reference before not not needed, didn't it? You know, you could have yeah. not mentioned they were going to yeah. the brothers. Yeah, um, I don't know why. No, I don't no. know why that was written like that. They didn't have yeah. to mention that in the first scene with Patrick. No, exactly. It would have worked, wouldn't it? Because you would have been, oh, hang on, she's having an affair. She's enough for Patrick. Patrick's, you know, she's tried to get him to mend the relationship with Victor and he's not, yeah. he's not done it. And, you know, but she's had enough of it. But... I, I suppose, though, I mean, from Victor's point of view, yeah, he doesn't know any of this, does he? He doesn't know. They probably oh, no. don't know they're going to Patrick, uh, Pippa's brothers. No, so from no, Victor's point no. of view, this is her having a fling. How are you, darling? Relieved as ever to get away from that man. Nothing's really that bad between you and him. I don't know how much longer we're going to last, the way things are going. Ah, well, you're here now, and we're in for the night. So let's shut the rest of the world out, shall we? And get you... upstairs. Oh, I know what I meant to ask you. When I was around your place yesterday, I didn't drop any money at all, did I? I didn't see any. Yeah, and yeah, we straight away see... It's in fact, yeah, it's her brother because Angus Deaton's uh, Patrick is in the bedroom unpacking, and Mike Fenton Stevens' character Jeffrey has followed the um, paper up the stairs. Can we just talk about the the lack of appropriate contact between brother and sister here? I mean, that's a full on smacker on the lips a couple of times. Yeah, and, 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 and he's and half couple, naked. It? Yeah, it's, it's just, um, I mean, it's let, all part let, of the. Let's get you in for the night or whatever. Yeah, as well. let's lock yeah. the rest of the world Again, out. It, it just paints this image, and we do know that later on, series six, you know, Pippa does have an affair, doesn't she? Yeah. Briefly, yeah, That's she does, yeah. Um, so she's got it in her, hasn't she, to, to be like that? But um, yeah, that, I don't that know. phrase, it's... that phrase that Jeffrey Croker says, let's he says something like, "Let's lock the rest of the world out." I, I, yeah. sort, of, I sort of use that now when it's like a cozy evening, like let's lock yeah, the rest oh, of the world yeah. out, close yeah. the curtains. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure but yeah, out, yeah, it's 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 the briefest of appearances from Mike Fenton Stevens, but he's yeah, yeah. it's great to have him in it, and especially since he's been on. Oh, another name drop there, Tom. It's nice to have uh, spoken to him about it, and he gave me plenty of detail about his uh, time with Richard Wilson and and Co. He's good friends with. Yeah, he's, he didn't actually share a scene directly, did he, with Richard he Wilson? Didn't share a scene directly. No, yeah. I mean, is it, I suppose they're, they're in camera shot at the same time, but they don't interact, do they? They don't interact so. at all. No. Jeffrey asks Pippa if there was any money left back at theirs or in the restaurant because um, yeah. he lost the money. So it's just to confirm we know that is yeah. the right address. We know. Yeah, that's yeah. It. We're kind of spoon-fed a little bit with in the, in the bedroom because Patrick's running through a, f- a few of the things that he yeah, and Victor have been through about. Events, don't we? Yeah, Mr. Foskett and uh, stuff. Naked. And then the angry old lady, who's which just happened that day, you yeah. know, he says another phrase, geriatric it's house part. party. Yeah. Just brilliant. Just conjures up this image, doesn't it? You know, yeah. <laughs> just people off, off their heads, kind mm. of <laughs> shouting yeah. each other. They didn't spot Victor's car then because Pippa came in. Obviously, yeah. they were already parked. I think they parked in the garage, didn't they? So they conveniently were made yeah. to park in the garage. So Victor didn't see that car. So it's quite Renwick's thought of the... You know what? This is the Jonathan Creek plotting, isn't it, really? You know, before even the John did Jonathan Creek, where everything is thought mm. through. You know, there's a reason why Yeah, that would be plausible. You know, it, yes. it, it, it's, it's what makes it work, isn't it, really? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. I've also wrote, I also wrote that it sounds like Pippa's a bit anguished by life, living next door to, to Victor's as, um, as yeah, Pat is, but she's out, usually... 
yeah. she's usually quite uh, calm about things. She's yeah, usually, I think uh, maybe the fact she's tried to patch it up and it's not worked is the final straw. She's thinking yeah. this is just untenable now. You know, yeah. like, it's just he's driving as mad. You know, Victor's driving as mad. Patrick's it's driving Patrick mad, which is driving yeah. me mad. Or whatever, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, um, the next scene is. Uh, Margaret walking through the kitchen door. She looks, she looks yes. very fed up now. She's down and out. Energy is sapped completely out of her. And she opens up a uh, a brown envelope, I think. And we're treated to a few of those photos of the Armenian night. So <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know who's got at the BBC, whether Remnant's kept them or whever. Those yeah, that'd be great. Because right you'd think they must have set that up in the yeah. little scene of it and obviously yeah. got some actors to play the waiters or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true, actually. Well, I thought of that. Yeah. And we do have a, a shot of the hallway, the classic shot. And out yeah. of nowhere, Cheeky Lawrence is led on the floor, face down. Margaret just steps over him. She is definitely not falling for this again. No way is he scoring a hat trick. No. And she just continues to not ignore him. That means some sort of spoof, not spoof, there's some spooky music effects played as she starts to have a doubt. So it's like, oh, I think this might yeah. be. Yeah. Well, this one's clever because we don't see anything. The last we see is that woman going up the ladder with the pelican. Good point. And then yeah. we see the pelican on the floor next to him. So yeah. you think maybe this one could be real. This you know, real, this one's yeah. actually, someone actually could have done him some harm. It's not mm -hmm. him, you know. So maybe even the viewers expected to yeah. think, is, is he actually, maybe, he's, maybe it is real this time and is she going to like yeah. fall for it or not? Or... I think if, if Margaret was at home in the earlier scene where the old lady and came in ranting she's presumably out she would have in, invited her in welcome welcomed her with yeah. open arms have oh, a cup yeah, of tea. Yeah, yeah. have, have a go at him he's been pranking yeah, me exchange absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she starts yeah. to um she does start to doubt because it's just you can hear a pin drop and the audience are i think buying into it they're not even giggling are they and she starts to starts to dial 999 asks for the ambulance and he responds with that's very kind mrs mildred but we've got a van outside. <laughs> Free up to me, I think. You've got to do better than that, I'm afraid. Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, Has he been at it again? I somehow I don't think she appreciates the your sense of humor, Lawrence, or something yeah. like that. So yeah. you can see he's pretty reasonable, isn't he? Really, he's he's like you know, you can imagine he's the one who, who negotiates the contracts, and you know, he's gets yeah. a lot of the work done and speaks to the people and, and then yeah. he's just got his brother who's good labour but probably yeah just a liability when it comes to winding yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. I wonder I wondered as well whether he'd wound up this old lady as well. That's why she's doubly annoyed. He played pranks on her. You can imagine possibly that, yeah possibly sort of yeah. that's why she's just as riled up about it. Yeah. But they're um they're finished for the I think they're finished for the day. I can't, yeah. I can't tell well, well they say you know that there's a bag of cement. They put a bag of cement up there. Yeah, uh, which uh, sets up it's just the counterweight, the steps isn't it, with the bag of yeah. plaster. Yeah, so yeah. they they have to leave that like that until tomorrow. And they um yeah, Lawrence walks out with his gear, just laughing. And Margaret, laughing. she does look quite vulnerable now. Um, can't be good for her mental health, as I as I wrote. Well, you just you'd have had enough, wouldn't you? You'd have yeah. really had enough. You'd, have, you'd most people would probably slung them out and said, right, that's it. I'll find someone else. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it. Uh, Things aren't helped, so are they? Take. Yeah. Things aren't helped with the uh, the fact she sees the puppet, the wooden puppet with its legs wide open on, on the settee where Victor would usually sit. Settee, yeah. Absolute yeah. limit for poor Margaret. And uh, that scene that yeah. scene finishes. Yeah, we've got, got, 
back at Jeffries. Back at Jeffries. Uh, I think um, Patrick's taken in the views. Uh, if, if I'm just looking at that, again for freezing that shot of now I know this is a set. Patrick looking at there must be a, a mar- marvelous painting of a countryside. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it pretty good. convincing. It's very, very convincing, isn't it? You know, you just get the scale of, of this big house, don't you? From yeah. Just- you seen yeah it's really good yeah i think it's one of the calmest we've seen patrick probably since the first time we see him when he's really cheerful and you know meets Victor for the first time but he's really laid back his knees just really you know no pressure he looks really he's, calm and just chill he's never been that relaxed because when we first meet them in i think who's listening they mentioned they travel up from bath which is near me they said take what how many hours 12 hours, 10 hours? Because of a... oh, yeah. So he yeah. was stressed from the moment he left his, where they used to live, entering yeah, Riverbank. Yeah, true. And um, true. It's, it's built up from there. But his his relaxation period is about to come to an end. Oh, yeah, that's it. It doesn't last long, does it? doesn't last yeah. long. Yeah, they seem refined to the bedroom, is what I wrote. They're probably just, just permanently staying in bed by the looks of it. Well, just... <laughs> seeing it, you know, it's just kind of, yeah, just why not? They're just here to relax, aren't they? Patrick's downstairs searching for, I presume, drinking glasses and he opens up yeah. the what's it the larder or, or whatever larder. what you call it and there is victor who's been there i think it's fair to say you some audience members might have forgotten that victor's still there because it's a bit like in i can't remember which episode it was where mr sweeney was fixing their plumbing and he was his back went and he's led down and it was many scenes later where he's oh, descent, descent into the maelstrom. maelstrom. Yeah, That's it. And you yeah. forget that he's still there because in that in the time you see Yeah, him, true, yeah. It's yeah. See what I mean? They've, they've had arguments. Turns but, the light on, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. sorry. Did I wake you? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I I sort of forgotten, not when I rewatched it, but I guess when I watched this the first time all those years ago, you, I sort of forgot Victor was there. Because it's well, also this guy's locked the door, hasn't he? He's locked all the doors, yeah. and it must be on some kind of like you know, not just a chub. It must be on a proper lock as well. There so must, he can't, he can't get out. You know, I, stuck. I feel if I think if Victor was a bit more sprightly, I think he could have escaped out of a window. Yeah, he really had possibly. to. But um, he's under the impression they're having an affair, so he's not going to suddenly say, "Oh, by the way, I'm here, and I just happened to have walked in at the wrong time." You know, he's yeah. he's he's <laughs> keeping stubborn. He, you know, he's, he's he's. I just like that that. Um, response is what the bloody hell are you doing there <laughs> to patrick it's like how in the hell are you speaking that of me and but yeah. he doesn't know victor's confused by the apparent mix you know this this is a mix-up he doesn't realize that there's um, no he just shut, going on just shuts the door doesn't he just can't mm-hmm. believe it i think he's just sort of like this isn't real this is not happening yeah, yeah. Um, he just yeah. leaves victor there he just shuts the door yeah. and um yeah. oh god i don't we don't see anything that plays out from there. I don't know what would have happened. A big refers to it in the next in Wisdom of the Witch. He says he sat there like Road M. Stinker on a bag of potatoes. Does he? Is, oh, yeah, he does. That. Yeah, nice link forward there. And again, that's his famous statue, isn't it? Of someone just sat, of someone, someone thinking. And uh, yeah, again, just just nice little link back to, yeah. to this episode. But, um... I love the link backs they do. There's lots of continuity. Oh. It's very good. It's very clever later in the day or the evening margaret's um appears to be waiting for victor and she picks up the that ma- like she, it's like what you call a tv trope where she picks up the magazine pretending to read as victor walks yep. in yeah and yeah victor's just confirming it was croker's um, jeffrey croker sorry pippa's brother jeffrey yep. is the one who has the money belonged to and there's a big mix up and he's obviously wound up because he's been there for god knows how many hours overnight isn't it so 
Well, he, several hours, didn't he? He went. He, he set off. You think he set off at lunchtime, didn't he, or whatever in the morning? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not be that far. And then um, they've been there. And yeah. You don't know how long the time gap was between when um, Victor got there and when Patrick got, went to get the drink. Mm. So, I mean, yeah. he, even if they, even if if he linked the name, if he remembered Jeffrey yeah. Croker, not Jeffrey Croker. Um, what's the what's this? What's the reverend called? Uh, Tom Croker. Tom Croker, yeah, Tom Croker. Even if they remember that name, Croker, I don't think they were put two and two together because you know, Croker is not a common name, but it's not a rare name. So no, and it's been, you know, it's been five years as well. Like yeah, you, I don't time, think you'd so. remember it straight away unless no. uh, Pippa talks about a dad and brother or not. And they obviously, presumably, don't realise that Je- Jeffrey Croker's been to visit. So they again, no. yeah. It, yeah. It, Margaret's done. She is at her wit's end. I think it leads to Victor going into the to the kitchen. Um, he says, "I'm going to get drunk." He says, "I'm going to get." Excuse me if I get excuse, you know incredibly yeah. drunk or something, doesn't he? So, yeah. And the microwave is on, and the head of this wooden doll has been on for <laughs> I think 45 minutes and counting. Yeah. Is, it, is it counting down or up? I it's counting it? down, isn't it? From what she must have put it on for an hour or something, yeah. or an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah. So she's uh, yeah, it's, and she's uh, that's her way of that's her way of offloading anger, I suppose, and she's yeah. Oh, yeah. ripped the head off this puppet and Victor's absolutely flabbergasted. What you know, why the hell have you done this? Absolute disbelief quit that Margaret makes. What's the matter? He's splintering your tongue. Splintering full on meltdown now, isn't she? She's very not necessarily oh, jealous she's... of the puppet, but yeah, she's just upset, isn't she? Yeah, it's all coming to the fore, isn't it, really? And she has she's had no one to talk to about it because he's been stuck in this in this in Jeffrey's house, so yeah, he's he's getting both barrels now, isn't he? He so. is, and, and I put the last time we saw Margaret sort of have a sort of a meltdown was I think one foot in the Algarve where she really yeah fed up. Um, and yeah. warm champagne, she was quite fed up, but she warm was, champagne, yeah, yeah. I mean, sent to Melstrom, which we just mentioned, she was having a a breakdown then, wasn't she? She was just the unwell, was wasn't she? Yeah. She was unwell, and and then she went back to work for a rest. For a rest. <laughs> I use that phrase a lot now since, since I've been it's a dad. For a rest, yeah. To work for a rest, sometimes. yeah. <laughs> it's only a lump of wood, Margaret. That's all it is. That hasn't stopped you groping and prodding her and sticking your head up her skirt for the last. Have <laughs> you gone stark raving mad? Yes, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean. That's what happens when you get to my age. You're not fit for anything anymore. Yes, I would think that would just about explain it, wouldn't it? Explain what? Why I've lost my job. Margaret sort of reveals rather, rather dramatically that she's um, she's behaved the way she is is basically because she's lost her job, and yeah. she breaks down. It's quite sad. And Victor's caring side comes out, arm around the shoulder. She is just explaining. It does make sense now why she wanted to keep the money. Yeah. Found yeah. and. Because yeah. she's, she's had this for 24 hours because the guy, Mr. Farmer, came in the day before, didn't he? And said, as of, you know, five o'clock tomorrow, there's no point coming in. You know, that's yes. it. So very short period of notice. That, anyway, I suppose if it's just a small shop that someone owns, they can mm. just shut it down. Yeah. Know, and again, this is, this is a long time ago, isn't it, before yeah. you'd have employment tribunals or whatever. So. Yeah, you'd have no, yeah, there's no payoff. There's, uh, yeah, no, that's um, it, you're out, you're out of job. Um, yeah, redundancy money, that's none of that. Well, I think redundancy money was a thing. So I remember... Denzel with Fools and Horses getting redundancy money. That was in the he 80s. Does, so it must yeah. have been a thing, but not a small Denzel's business. Him across the market, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not having any. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, um, was, he, was, he was inches from his door and Dale put a kick in. Sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I love it. I'm digressing there, aren't we? Sorry <laughs> to the listeners who don't watch Fools. The thought of what's going to happen to me now. 
what I'm going to turn into. <laughs> what are you going to turn into? You. <laughs> struggling to fill up my days with mad cookery recipes and playing with dolls. I was frightened. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And then she, they, she wants to get drunk as well, and it's quite, quite a nice ending, isn't it? She goes to pour the, pour the drinks, and uh, Victor goes to check on the, uh, the work, the mechanics, and, and yeah, this, what's about to happen now is happened before where, I can't remember which episode it was. It might have been the exterminating angel next, not exterminating. You know, was it where the, the shower water, the, the hot water is so sensitive that yes, if you put another yes. tap on. And she didn't get to Victor in time when he burnt himself. That's the next yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, she forgets. She basically doesn't tell him in time that the loft hatch has got the bag of plaster. And that's it's how the show It's a very quick ends. thing, isn't it? I think, I, I, I don't know. It just seems like she's, he says he's going upstairs. She walks in the kitchen and then he's already up the stairs and at the, lap, the ladder's down. Yeah, I don't know. Just could have done with if I was pacing that as a director, I might have timed that a little bit longer. But it's just a very small thing, just really small. It is, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it's it's a really, really quick time for him to go upstairs and done it. But you know, yeah, there's a few because a few times where Victor's gone upstairs and and there's basically like whether it's um, getting into the bath where yeah, Jean's already in there or yeah, 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 um, causing the. What was it? Uh, with something to do with Margaret's mother a few series back, where oh uh, yeah, in um, some dramatic fever, where he where he where he's put the um the 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 wallpaper paste in the yeah you know, in the jar. That's it. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's it's all sorts, you know. Or it could be uh, where he's getting changed in the TV camera crew or outside his house uh, filming him live. It's just this when he goes upstairs, there's trouble. But yeah, it was, it was it's true, isn't it? And it's often, often, uh, yeah, Margaret's downstairs and, and here's the reaction or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But this, and this, this is great because we don't really see Victor's reaction fully, do we? We just see, and it, it, it just ends, and it ends brilliantly because we just see the bag of dust come down and that's it. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, we I, don't hear him cursing it or anything, do you we? You don't, it's, no. You, it wasn't, they didn't use a stuntman for it, but you could just tell Richard no, Wilson. No, you can tell that's, that's really Richard Wilson, isn't it? But also, he was just, like as an actor, he was—you can just tell—he was—it wasn't quite natural the way because he was stood quite rigidly, wasn't he? And yeah. Just sort of closing yeah. his eyes before it came down. Yeah, he was prepared for it. One, I bet. I bet they wonder if they did it a couple of times, or you know, or whether they rehearsed it and they said, "Right, we're actually going to do it for real. We're going to drop <laughs> this on you." So you got to be ready. Um, have yeah, you, you seen? Have, have you seen those pranks that have been? I mean, they're quite old now, but it's always like apprenticeship builder pranks where. They get the apprentice to do the the lifts of the bags yeah, of cement, yeah. and someone come from yeah. behind and knife it, and the kids all over. Them. Them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a, a decent. That was very much a Margaret episode, wasn't it? Like you say, character building. Yeah, yeah, and and just going back to what she said about turning into Victor by the end of the series, completely. She has, hasn't she? You know, she's avenging his death in a way, not avenging his death. But you know what I mean? She's like getting her own back on people, and she is becoming Victor. Yeah, and I think she does. I think she carries on his legacy of standing up to the injustices in the world and standing yeah. up, but also, you know, being a bit childish and whatnot. I think she does yeah. take that mantle on. Um, yeah, so I think it's it's a real, like I say, great character development, which not enough sitcoms do it. A lot of sitcoms have really good 
you know, I'll go back to Dad's Army even, I'll say that there, I don't think that has a massive character development, but it didn't need to. No, Something like true. this, because it's two characters and they're in a relationship, it, you know, it, it just makes it that much more organic and real that, you know, yeah, old age catches up with people, retirement yeah. or forced retirement catches up with people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's able to now see it from Victor's perspective that actually, yeah, she's, She's been put on the on the waste dump of life almost in a way. Yeah, she's got to back and uh, you know get 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 back to what what she's got at. But she's a she's a different Margaret to series one and probably a bit oh, of series two. And she's yeah, she's definitely yeah, more yeah. irate and less patient. Unless that's just yeah, it's either that's either to do with Renwick's uh, uh, how yeah. he's put the direction of the yeah, show maybe, or or, or the yeah. character building. But yeah, great little episode. And that's nearly series five. Don't the exterminating angel next with chap called Chris, I look forward to that, but uh, but we can't go anywhere without a male Drew moan. Oh, I do the Will you look at this, bastards? Can you believe the nerve of this? A skin their ruddy heights for them. <laughs> so, I, I've got one, I shan't, I would like, I'll see, you, you've got the floor, um, with your Meldrum, I will have a Meldrum moan as well briefly, but you can go first if you've got one. I've got, I'll tell you what mine is, mate, and it, it's a it's a real first world problem on this one, but it is the new games consoles, PlayStation 5 and Xbox One, because oh. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an Xboxer, really. And uh, who did you box for? What, what, what welterweight were you? Uh, very good, mate, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Dad jokes. With no, dad, no, we, no, we can get good, away with this, yeah. Good, Sorry, you're, you're an Xboxer, yeah. Uh, so Xboxer, but I never understand why they never make enough of these for launch at all. You know, it, it's, it, it beggars belief that, you know, someone as big as Microsoft uh, cannot predict, oh, we need to make several million of these. You know, it just... It, so a very, very minor thing, but, you know, it, it does kind of exclude, unless you are a hardcore gamer who's able to pre-order it and be really lucky. You know, yeah, I, 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 a period of time. So yeah, I because they, they they must know from year on year what sales they make, and you know exactly, you know exactly, or even email people and say, you know, look, this game, this come, this one's coming out. Would you do you want to put a deposit down on it and do it that way? You know, it, it makes yeah. more sense to me. But I've got a you know a pal of mine who, who's got one, great, loving it. But you know, I'll be honest, it was not top of my priority. Basically, trying to move out and things like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, Christmas coming up, it's not the best, you know, but it's just one of them things you just think, oh, why does something like that sell out? You know, I know it's because people buy it and it's popular yeah. and it's new, but it just, yeah. Never, it might be it might be done it. on purpose just to build up that sort of... You um, know what, from a marketing point of view, it's really clever because, you know, you release a bit onto the market and, and, and also they can fine-tune stuff as well then. You yeah, know, they can gauge the reaction and, and yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, I totally and, get it. So. so I don't doubt I'll own one eventually, but um, yeah, it's just one of them that's... You know, it's like anything, you know, that sold out, isn't it? You know, when going back to when I was a kid, you know, trying to get uh, Power Rangers toys and things like that, you know, mm. if, if you weren't first in it, or Tamagotchis. I remember my brother Tamagotchi. Queuing for, for a Tamagotchi at Toys R Us. Furbies. Not that I had one. Furbies. Yeah, yeah. Things like that that just sell out. It's just, and obviously you got Jingle All the Way. Great film with Arnie, all about <laughs> toy selling out, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> I tell you, what, I just want to plug a Christmas film. Have you, have you seen? This has got Jim Broadbent in. Get Santa. It's got Jim. I it's got good seen cast. It, but I think I own it. Weirdly, I think it's brilliant. My wife bought it me, but yeah. we've not watched it. Yeah, it's quite a good way they tell the story of Christmas. But it's got uh, um, an actor that's been in several stuff. 
um, off the top of my head, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Black yeah. Mirror. And he was in, um, oh God, that's that film with uh, the, the the tiger, the, the the little boy stranded on a boat, Life of Pi. Life of Pi. He's, he's, he's a British actor, but he's quite big in Hollywood now. But anyway, Jim Broadbent plays Father Christmas, a.k.a. Slater from Fools. It's about four yeah. or five years old now, this Get yeah. Santa. But it's, it's got quite a good cast. Rafe Spall, I've just Googled it. And Warwick Davis. Yeah, yes. Warwick Davis. And there's got a couple of others as well. Jodie Whittaker's in it, apparently. Stephen yeah. Gray. It's, it's a really good... Um, yeah, it's quite a few, actually. There's not many yeah. Christmas films I like, but that one's pretty decent, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my... Um, my Maldrimoon is... Unfortunately, it's coronavirus-related. It's been a while, but I just... Whatever your thoughts are on, I, I respect everyone's opinion around it. Wearing face masks in the fresh air. If you're of a young nature or you presumably are young and probably averagely healthy, I, I, I just don't understand that. It's just, I just, I want people ideally to be breathing in fresh air. If you're out and about and I, there's not I, anyone I, around I, you. I agree. I agree with you on that one. That's, uh, yeah, I know it's, it's a it's, sensitive it's, subject, people wearing it indoors. Yeah. I'm not going to have... My opinion is not on that. It's just why would you wear it outside? I don't. There might be some who just that sensitive. Their immune system is that shut down that it's necessary. But it's a lot more and more people doing it, and mm. um, I don't yeah. understand it. I just yeah, that's my <laughs> melodramatic. Just get fresh air inside you, inside your lungs. If you're in the out. Well, well, this is it, isn't it? You know, this is it. It's uh, yeah. I, I, I get it indoors, but I'm with I'm, I'm with you. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest when I'm moving around school, there's periods where I, I go outside, it's too much hassle to take it off. And I, I get that. I totally get seconds. Yeah. But you're right. If you're out in the countryside walking, it, it's a bit... But we were on the beach. Oh, really? There's right. a young, there's a young yeah. couple. And they look, yeah. even with masks on, you can tell they're yeah. in their 20s. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand it. But, you know, it, if, if they happen to feel more protected, fair enough. But yeah. it's fresh air. You know, if you're in a busy town centre with several people around you, I'd probably get that. But oh. speaking of town centres and coronavirus, um, Nottingham, near, 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 yeah. not far from where I live, uh, has been in the news this week for running a Christmas market despite being in Tier Three. Oh, right. And if you know Nottingham, it's it's quite a, it's quite a narrow corridor where they had this Christmas market outside Primark. So you've got a huge <laughs> footfall of people. And uh, they just they I, I get why they tried to do it because they want to get trade back and, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But it's tier three, you know. There's no pubs open, so everyone's congregating and drinking outside. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it just yeah, they shut it down after a day. So yeah. It's all, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I've 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 tried really hard to to not voice my opinion on coronavirus too much in politics, but. It, I have done a bit with Corona, but it's just the face mask I don't and think the pressure. You can avoid it, can you? It's, it's, it's yeah. hard to avoid. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. having guests on. I just usually allow them just to do. Let them. Well, that's why I tried to stay clear of, of COVID because I remember you know thinking you previously. I did say yeah, I did say like COVID, I had said oh, uh, let's try and keep it COVID free, but yeah. it's just no, mate. No, it's 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 the hot potato of of, of twenty twenty, isn't it? And I think yeah. it, you know, funny enough, my wife was saying to me today. Let's hope in a year's time we'll look back on this period and go, wow, we survived that, didn't we? That that was crazy. Can you remember when we did that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope in a year that'll be the case, or at least, yeah. 
majority yeah, of life we're back to what we knew. Take the good times are back, but well, um, this is it, mate. Isn't it? You know, this is it. It's uh, you know, we've we've, we've we've struggled this year, and uh, yeah, yeah, we have. We yeah, break, but, don't we? Yeah, and I want to wish you a merry Christmas. But when this is out, it will be. It will probably be depressing for people to hear that message because I, this will probably be released in January, February. Right. But I'm going to say yeah. to you anyway, Happy Christmas. And and, and to you, sir. It's, it's the 11th uh, of December as as we record this, so it is. Yes. I uh, yes. I hope. I, I, I've and this got... last, this time last week it was snowing up here. I don't know if you had snow was down it? there. We had, yeah, no. we had snow. Oh, we had a snowstorm. You know, for about 12 hours. Yeah, it was uh, it was out this world, and then no, it nothing. Like nothing had happened. Yeah, it was oh. bizarre. It's, uh, yeah, could do a, could do a white Christmas, but yeah, wow, well, probably probably yeah. a white, probably more a white January or February. Yeah, when it usually happens. But thank you very much for coming back on, and uh, it's been a joy. I, yeah, it, yeah, it's it, you've got something really special built up here, Tom, and uh, yeah, it's it's long long may it continue. Yeah, it's it's great. Well, I've only got a few specials in Series Six left, but I will probably do. I think I might go over old episodes. So if you would like to come back on, please do. Um, I, I, as I said to you before, I would be delighted to come back on, and uh, I'd happy to fill in any episode because you know I think there's so much to get into with these episodes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well. Yes. Thank you for your time. Oh, yeah, I just I just, be, I just do my spiel, Instagram, Twitter, because I I need to add that on the end. But uh, if you'd like okay. to get in touch, uh, you can email one foot the podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Ever active on Twitter at one the pod. Are you on Twitter at all, Mister? I am, mate. Yeah, I am. I'm do you follow Twitter the pod? Uh, I think I do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do because I think that's where I first got in or knew of you. And and oh, okay. I'll have to have a look. I can't remember. If if I don't, I will. I follow the Facebook group. I think now as well because I I was off Facebook for a little while, but yeah. I'll be honest. The reason I've the only reason I've gone back on Facebook is there's that many really good groups on there. That like good, yeah, the one from the great group is quite good. Yeah, it's pretty good, and and I've got an Instagram, which is uh, just oh, nice. to root out new listeners, hopefully. But yeah. yeah, it's another 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 platform. I'll be honest, I've never embraced it. Yeah. So I tell you, I tell you who follows um, the, pod, the podcast, the Twitter account. Did you ever watch Balls of Steel on Channel Four? I did. Yes. Do you remember? Ne- do you remember Ned? Lane, actually, funny enough, the, once. Oh yeah, you, uh, that was the Bunny Boiler, wasn't it? It was. Were you I, was, there I, was, that I was in the crowd that game. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, and we're like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, we're filming a TV show. But it was, it was bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember Nedge? Yes. Nedge follows f- follows oh, the nice. pod. I think I think oh, he, nice. he he might be interested in coming on, which would be so random. But I, I, I wouldn't oh, have okay. ever said Nedge was a one foot in the grave fan, but he clearly is. So, Nedge, if you're listening, cheers for following. Speaking of Balls <laughs> of Steel, I read the other day, the woman who presented it is now married to Angelos Epithemio. Um, I thought Skiller. Mark Dolan um, or Simon Dolan uh, was it Mark or Simon Dolan they, he hosted it didn't he there was a woman there maybe it was a woman reporter who was who used to go out because she was the one who was at the at, at Bramall Lane the bunny boiler girl, yeah so I think that well she was part of it anyway but yeah another, another link to a kind of sitcom world yeah. thing there yeah, so, yeah 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 balls are yeah, still people you can get it on four on demand. Um, it was good, wasn't it? It was, it was, yeah, really ahead of its time. Really ballsy, place. literally, yeah. Like, yeah, that sort of phone jack of pranks, but taken yeah. to another level. No, def- definitely another level, yeah. But yeah, yeah Simon, uh, take care. And next week will be the Exterminating Angel with Chris. Final episode of Series Five. You've been yeah. a wonderful guest as ever. Thank you. Thank take you. Take care. Pleasure.
You too.